Welcome to the PayEvil podcast by Payment Evolution, Canada's largest and most loved cloud payroll solution. Yes, we pay people, but we're so much more than payroll. Our mission is to empower small businesses across Canada, just like yours. So tune into this podcast and let's talk all things startup, growth, scaling, and Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pay Evil podcast. My name is Alif, the marketing specialist here at Payments Evolution. I'm definitely not Juliana. I'm stepping in her place for today's episode. And with me today, I have Genevieve. Did I pronounced it right? <laughs> yes, I pronounced yes, it right. Yes, you got it. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Well, Genevieve, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be on our podcast. How are you doing? Well, it's my pleasure to be here. I'm really good. I'm really good. The sun is out and uh, having a good day. What about you? Nice. Uh, The sun is somewhat out here in Canada. Um, It's we had a snowstorm recently, so it's just snow everywhere. But Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure you can relate too. But uh, yeah, yeah, the sun's sort of out. But I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Yeah, it's coming for February. Yeah, I'm waiting for the summer to come. I, I I hope. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> cool. Uh, just to maybe just jump into this interview process itself, uh, Genevieve, why don't you give us a quick introduction to what is it that you do and how did you get to where you are today? What made you passionate about the work that you do? Today? Yes, thank you so much. Uh, yes, so I'm a productivity coach and leadership development coach. And uh, my background is, well, there's a whole story there. If you allow me, I'll just jump into that a little bit. Um, I, uh, my background before coaching was mostly in event management, marketing and sales. And I've always been a really go-getter, uh, really ambitious and passionate person. Uh, I was really reaching out for the stars and, uh, I found myself in a cycle of, um, really being excited to start projects, start a new job, and then finding myself exhausted and burned out or, or not, not wanting to get out of of bed. Uh, And that happened a few times in a row in my life. And um, I've realized that uh, after uh, actually changing job and then that didn't work out, I changed continent and country. uh, And I found the same patterns were happening over and over again. Uh, I found out that actually it was not like the, the, the cycle of, of, of being stressed out. It was not so much about what was happening outside of me, but it had a lot to do with what was happening inside of me. So um, I started to, that's how I started in, in my, on my personal development journey, where I started really working on uh, mindset and so on. And, and, um, and then, well, how did I get into productivity? Uh, well, I, I've, never had a problem getting things done. And I know that people uh, uh, listening to this or watching this, you know, when you're an entrepreneur or a a high achiever, normally getting things done is not the problem. It's more about how to be productive and actually how to achieve more without burning yourself out and without uh, being stressed out all the time. And um, because when I become an entrepreneur, uh, I... Again, I was a lot better in my mental health, but I had a hard time not working myself to the ground every day because that's what I knew all the time and all the time before that. And um, so I really started to be interested in productivity and how to create productive habits 
in order to uh, essentially achieve more and be more focused and intentional and do less. So in a nutshell, that's uh, my story and how I, um, I started what I do. And what I do today is I work with high achievers uh, and help them move from busy and stressed to happy and productive, working from the inside out. So from their mindset and then into their habits and what they do daily so that they can essentially achieve more and be more focused without the constant stress and the burnout that may result out of that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Wow. What a wild journey. Um, I'd love to dig a little more, a bit more into what you said there. So a couple of things you mentioned is, is the, is the mindset around productivity, which may cause burnout and everything starts from, from within, right? And as someone who's maybe not in the work like you are right now, uh, who's looking at it from the outside, I'm thinking to myself, what, is, what does that tangibly mean? So do you mind explaining a little bit about what do you mean by mindset and it comes from the inside out? Yes, I know. That can sound so cliche, right? I think that this is the, <laughs> it's the kind of thing that you read on a Facebook quote and you're like, oh, yeah. No, I, I completely get that. Um, well, here's what that means. When we want to uh, build, let's say change a habit. Okay, and like if we say, and if we take an example of uh, that, I think that a lot of high achievers and stressed out people can relate to uh, would be to um, uh, take more breaks. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So the people, somebody's like, "Oh, you're stressed out. Just take more breaks. That's easy." Right. Now here's the thing. You're wanting to change the behavior. And then so you look at the behavior you want to change, which is not taking breaks. And then you look at the behavior you want to have, which is taking breaks. And then you're like, I'll just change one for the other. Right. This is the doing. This is the, the doing part, which we're used to. That's the logical way of how can you change a habit? Just change it. Now, here's the thing. 90% of people who set goals don't achieve them. Right. 90% of people who start with a habit don't achieve them. Why is it because they're not performing or is it because they're not motivated to have the willpower? I, I really don't believe so because that has happened to me to not being able to, to hold a habit. I'm sure that happened to you too. Right. I think it happened to a lot of people because they focus on the doing the external part. Right. Now here's the thing. The doing is we often think that it's a cause. Uh, for our results, so the causes the doing and the behavior, and the result is uh, is the the, the result and, and what you see in real life. However, eh, this is wrong. Our our behaviors are a result of our thoughts. So mm -hmm. there's a chain of comment there where, and the chain of comment quickly is that well, what we believe to be true, like what we believe, the filters we look at life through, which is, you know, we have. We, uh, it's unique to everybody, but we'll have some in common and some of them are based, it's all based on our experiences and um, our influences uh, in life. So it can be cultural, uh, it can be from the media and everything, but also from what we experience in real life. So that creates what we believe is true. And then from there we have our thoughts and then that influences our feelings and then our feelings influence our actions. Mm -hmm. And our actions and our behaviors is what you see in the day to day. So if, for example, we go back to the example of somebody who um, who cannot, who is not able to to who is stressed all the time and, and just being is being told, why don't you take breaks? And 
fortunately, they put a timer, and when the timer rings, they think, uh, well, I should take a break, but then they just don't do it, right? So, so what is the internal approach to that? Well, is actually, let's go and see, go up the chain of command and look at what do they believe? Like, what, what actually is causing the action? So to take this example, and I'm sure that, I mean, I know that this was true for me, it's true for a lot of people I work with. Um, maybe they have a belief or a story, in the, in, in, and what I mean a story is just something that you believe to be true, um, that if you're not working, you're lazy. Uh, when I when I'm not working, I am uh, I'm not worth anything. Um, so that would uh, that that may come from the hustle 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 mentality, for example. And then that may lead to thoughts like, "There's so much to do, I can't stop. I have no time for this." And then that may lead to feelings like just feeling like there's not enough time, and just feeling like I just stress because. Uh, you you you're focusing on everything you have to do. So when there like no wonder when the timer rings and it and you're being told, well, it's time to take a break. It's like, oh, hold on a minute. No way I'm taking a break now. I have so much to do and I'm feeling so stressed about everything I have to accomplish. So I know it's a very long answer, right? But just Honestly, to give that, that that example, so that um, so that the action is really a result of how we think. So that's why it's so powerful to go and work with the mindset because that's really where the decision-making is being made. Mm, powerful, yeah. There's like a whole mind map of, of things from thinking to feeling to actions and everything. Uh, I can tell you're a professional at this. So so to dig a little more deeper too. Um, so let's say the listener who's listening to this right now, they're a small business owner, um, yeah. and they realize they've binged too much Gary Vaynerchuk, The Rock on Instagram, and now they're obsessed with hustle culture. And now they're stuck in a mindset where if they're not productive, then they're wasting their life potential or whatever. Um, and they listen to this and they heard that, oh, it comes from the thoughts. So let's yeah. say they've now at this point identified that it's their thoughts that's causing them to constantly burn out. What can they do themselves in that moment to kind of break out of that mentality and mindset and then start taking more breaks and everything without necessarily having like a coach like you around? Yes, yes. Well, we cannot manage something that we don't know about, right? So the first step would be to starting to know yourself. And again, that sounds very, uh, that may sound very woo, but those thoughts that I'm talking about of, uh, as you said, like uh, watching uh, videos about you need to do it, you need to suffer all day long, and you need to do, 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 which a lot of the times may be true in specific contexts, right? But this is not sustainable. And here's the thing is like burnout is from, it's caused by continuous stress. So stress will happen to everybody. It's in, in short periods of time, it can even be beneficial. But it's you want to make your productivity sustainable because we all have had great periods of peak. Oh, I had this great productive Monday, and then the rest of the week is like, eh. or just I've had that month where I I, I uh, got so much done, but then for the next three months I was not able to get anything done. Right. So we want to. I'm really talking about um, going for the sustainability of productivity and not just the hype of getting things done with that quick win today, because that's the sustainability that will allow you to be successful. 
So when I talk about, I'm going back to your question, sorry. When I talk about um, getting to know yourself is getting to know those thoughts that are influencing your actions, right? Getting to know those thoughts. So how do you do that? You spend time with yourself. <laughs> I would suggest for a very tangible um, uh, exercise you can do is brain dump your thoughts. Mm. Take a pen and paper and brain dump. Think about what you want to accomplish. Think what about you have to do today and start bra- like just writing what you think, what you're thinking. Without me, like it's not about dear journal, dear diary, right? It's really, it doesn't have to be pretty. The idea is just to brain dump and see what you're thinking because when we externalize our thoughts, they become a lot clearer, obviously. When we're too close, when they're in our heads, mm-hmm. right? We cannot really have perspective when we keep them in our heads. So, um, journal it out and then if you do that i would say five minutes um on a on a daily basis you start you're starting to see patterns if every day you're you're saying like i have so much to do i have no time well then that may be a story that you may want to start revisiting for example so that's the really the first step it's also if if sitting down and journaling is you're like no i have no time how can I do this, right? I, <laughs> I again, I understand absolutely. Uh, you can talk it out, talk it out. I, I've uh, I've worked with a person I was, that uh, that was telling me that they just could not sit down and read. They could just not sit down and like it was out of just for anything in general. That's not something they were comfortable doing. So well, we just make it work for them. They put uh, they record themselves on their phone just to talk it out. And that's a way, that's a way to start uh, getting to know yourself. And then here's the thing, that's only like awareness of your thoughts and, and the beliefs that are uh, controlling your life is only the first step because that's, you know, you're just getting to know, okay, I, I understand now that uh, I live in the busy and uh, I, I, this is all I see. I cannot see anything else, right? So from there, you want to uh, you want to identify how it shows up in your life. So, uh, for example, if you uh, start identifying it in the moment, if you want to take a break and then you're asking your you're you're looking at the alarm that says break time, and what are you telling yourself? Like you need to be able to 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 notice it in the moment, so that. At that point, you can interrupt it and you can say, you know what? That thought has served me a lot in the past to always get going because that helped me to get things done. But I know that right now it's not serving me. So I'm just going to decide to interrupt it. No, I don't believe that anymore. And of course, it's not a one-time thing, right? This is something that happens because we have 80,000 thoughts a day. You know, like right. we, it's not a... And, and it's really well ingrained in our brain. We have neural pathways that are that are really well carved so uh it doesn't happen with one time but when you start realizing the patterns that are not serving you in your day-to-day and you start questioning them like is that really true like and then well you start to change them right right very fast so so basically catch yourself in the stories and then make a pivot it's all about the pivot i love Uh, that yes yeah right yeah cool and so let's say someone is in the, did now catch themselves in a pivot. 
What's the difference between self-care and laziness? Meaning, when is it like a, what's a good amount of break to take before it comes to a point where, okay, dude, now you're just getting lazy. Like, now you're just not doing anything. You know what I mean? What's a, what's, what's, good, what's good balance between the two? Yeah. Oh, that's such a great question. Um, well, my answer is going to be, that depends. I cannot tell you it's 40, 60, you know? I think that here's what you want to do. Again, from starting from you get to know yourself, um, you know, somebody doesn't go from zero to burned out in two days. There's a progression mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. And there's an accumulation and accumulation. So you want to be able to um, to know when you need a break, <laughs> you know, because self-care is um, sometimes just to take care of yourself, like uh, sleeping the amount of hours that you need to sleep. Listening to yourself as I am I like I'm stressed right now. I just need to do something to take my mind out of this and maybe do something creative or play and then just coming back to it. Um, and also knowing yourself helps you to call yourself out, call yourself out on your excuses. Am I just being lazy right now? Am I just uh, here's an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, like everybody. I have up and uh, ups and downs and in in my energy and so on and just like things happen in life. And um when I have a day where sometimes I wake up and I'm like not today. Like I'm not I'm not going to post on social media today. I no. You know? And I can catch myself and say like <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I hear you, right? Like, this is that pattern of, like, today I'm tired. That's not going to happen. Well, it's like, now I hear that's just an excuse. Like, actually, uh, that, that's another point is to create the conditions to be, to be productive where I actually I already have a plan, so I don't even have to do that much work that day. I, I just have to, you know, work out my plan and I already have something prepped. But uh, I can hear when it's about... It's an excuse because today uh, I just feel like not working at all, which happens to everybody. Or when it's really like, you know what, I know I still have that to go today. I still have uh, things to do on my to-do list, but I'm exhausted. And I just really need to, I really need to take a break uh, to uh, maybe take a long lunch or to uh, just leave it for tomorrow. And then I, you, you, the, uh, what I want to say is that there's not a strict line. It's really about knowing yourself, knowing when you're making those excuses, getting to know your excuses so that mm-hmm. you can call yourself out. And then self-care also, I have a lot of opinions about that because there's yeah, a lot yeah. of, it's a message out there that self-care is about going for a massage or it's self-care is about, um, you know, uh, taking a bubble bath once in a while. And Maybe it's part of self-care, obviously, that sounds like it. But I've been in a place in my life where I was so stressed that even though I go in a bubble bath, I could not relax. Because <laughs> right. I was just I was thinking of everything I had to do and so on. So that was not really, even though on paper it sounds like self-care, it was right. not really self-care. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. So self-care, I like to say that self-care starts with the way you talk to yourself. If you're beating yourself up all day long because you're telling like you're telling yourself that you're lazy and you need to work more and you need to work more, I need to work more. I should be working right now, right? That's the one I hear a lot about. I, I hear a lot when I talk to to clients. I should be working more, or when you're 
thinking that you're not good enough. That's another one that comes a lot um, that comes back a lot. And when if you, if you talk to yourself negatively all day, which comes back to knowing yourself so that you can catch that. Well, no matter how much bubble bath you take, <laughs> you're not going to take care. Like, this is not self-care, right? So self-care really starts with telling yourself, uh, like encouraging yourself, acknowledging your progress, um, and really nourishing your mind and your body just consistently every day with things that make you feel good. And in order to do that, then you need to know yourself. It really all comes back from uh, from there, and and um, mm -hmm. I'd like to say that an easy way of of doing that of um, of allowing yourself to nourish your your thoughts with positive things is to count to count your wins and acknowledge acknowledge your wins daily. So start acknowledging the little bits of progress that you make daily, so that you you intentionally direct your focus on positive things and on uh, on proofs that you are making progress in your day-to-day -day mm. so that um, so you start noticing more of it. And then you reduce the volume of the negative chatter and then you can increase the volume of positive thoughts of saying, actually, you know what? I'm doing this. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So I, I know there's not, it's not an, uh, a one-line answer, unfortunately. But um, I, it okay. really all comes back to um, to that. Getting to know yourself, being able to know what's an excuse for you and when you actually need rest and, um, and nourishing yourself with positive thoughts and, um, and, and understanding where you are uh, beating yourself up for, if, if that's the case. Yeah, right, right. Uh, one thing I've learned personally for myself and for my friends is that self-care like good self-care and the difference between good self-care and just not self-care is that self-care is proactive whereas the other is reactive yes right yes. um i found that is the biggest distinction because you can work but then if you're scrolling through instagram mindlessly uh and then you go back to work i wouldn't classify that as self-care but if you work but then you schedule like okay i'm gonna take 15 minutes to go outside for a walk or i'm gonna take 15 minutes to like drink something or take a deep breath or just like meditate. There's a sense of proactiveness to take care of yourself. And I figured that's where the distinction sort of lies. Do you kind of agree with that? Or? I, absolutely. And that's where it comes in your habits as well. Take breaks before you need it, you know, uh, and uh, treat yourself well before you need it, right? Like if you're not an afterthought, you're actually the person who performs in your life. So it's not mm -hmm. to be considered, you're not to be considered as something that you take care of when everything else is done, because you're the person who's doing those things. So you need to uh, prep yourself the best you can in order to be your best when you do those things. It's like an athlete, right? We're yeah. all like a little bit of, of athletes in our lives where we need to be at our best in order to uh in, in order to to be productive and to perform and to, in order to reach our ambitious goals so mm -hmm. um we want to build those habits uh, because recharging is part of productivity it's not a nice to have it's part of it so i 100 percent agree with that
Mm, right. Uh, the, what you just mentioned kind of reminds me of the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, mm. where one of the habits was you got to take care of the goose that lays the golden egg. If you take care of the goose, then it'll consistently lay the eggs. But if you just take care of only the eggs, then the goose will not be taken care of and they won't lay any more eggs. It's just the uh, when I read that, I was like, whoa, that is so true in every part of our lives. Okay. Yes. Perfect. And uh, just a couple more questions and maybe we'll kind of end the interview there. But what are your thoughts on motivational videos? Uh, do you think they have a place? Because one thing you mentioned is that, you know, through our external stimuli, a lot of stories get built in our head. And if we mm -hmm. consume maybe like these motivational videos that are telling us to work hard all the time and, you know, we get that dopamine hit, it feels good. Yeah. So we get a burst of motivation. We do some work. We need more motivation. So we go to the videos and this is consistent loop, right? So do you think motivational videos and this hustle culture does have its place or do you think it just shouldn't be there? Um, I think that's one of the, one of the problems with which we see online is that it's available to everybody, right? right? So you may, you may see a motivational video and think like it applies to me, especially when, uh, if you again have a lot of, uh, um, if you tend to think that you're not doing enough and then you see a motivational video that tells you you need to, to do more, then even though you're doing a lot already, you're already hustling, you may interpret that as uh, uh, I'm not doing enough, it's true, I need to do more. But maybe that motivational video was actually targeted to somebody who is not doing it all. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would say really um, set your own standards and uh, take what you see with. Uh, with a grain of salt. And, and when I say a grain of salt is that some of the things that some motivational videos and, and, and motivational posts can really uh, help you with a breakthrough, really help you see uh, you something new about the world or about you. And that's great. Um, but you need to know uh, if that that is talking to you or not. Mm, interesting. And how do you know if it's talking to you? Uh, By knowing you. yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything boils down to that, right? Um, yes, because here's the thing. Like, I mean, when, you know, I put, I put motivational stuff out there, but I right. have somebody in mind, you know, and, and maybe some people, and, and, and there's just so much content out, content out there that, uh, you know, and you know that as a marketer, uh, yeah. when, when you're writing content, you're thinking of somebody. It's not for everybody, right? So you need to find out, like, is that actually talking to me? Right. And you need to find out also um, what, what is true for you. Right. So, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, let's look at the other side of the spectrum. So we talked about high performance, right? And if they're feeling burned down and everything, what about... Uh, you know, it's COVID-19 right now. Everyone's stuck in their homes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they're stuck at, like, you know, they're not in the office around people, so they don't feel the energy. What do you say to those people who are, uh, don't feel like they have anything going? They feel maybe kind of bummed out and they don't feel as productive as they should be. So they're kind of, you know, laying around and just not feeling like they're having their lives together. Does that sort of make sense? What yeah. do you suggest for these people to do so they can become more high performance, I guess you could say. Um, well, 
I know I'm getting boring. I'm just repeating myself. Well, first of all, uh, um, any anywhere you are in the spectrum, uh, uh, just looking at what makes you do what you do is always beneficial because that's where your control is in your life. We cannot control what happens externally. I cannot have no control on COVID-19. And if I'm, I, I have to uh, stay at home or not, what I can control is how I think and what I do. So I would always come back to uh, get interested in how you can get to know more of, of uh, your thoughts and what makes you do what you do. And I would also say do do more of what you love, right? It, play. I'm a huge advocate of play. I love um, improv comedy, for example. That's a way. That's one of my way to play. Uh, I, for those who watch this video, I have uh, the words yes and in my background because that's a, 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 my philosophy of life. But uh, that's something that I really love, and that uh, for me, it's used in leadership. It's also used in improv. The first rule of improv. Um, so yeah, play. Uh, mm -hmm. find, you know, find your joy. I, I would say, again, it's all in the daily progress. It's not going to happen overnight. So uh, find what you like to do in terms of yourself and then look at, um, look at what makes you do the, what you do. So if, I mean, now I'm going to make a generalization. It's maybe not the case for everybody, but um, if you find that you're not productive, just in general, not necessarily because of COVID, but just in general, and you're you're not getting going. Well, is that is there something there? Is there uh, maybe you have a fear of failure, for example? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe uh, you think that uh, you're not going. That's not going to work for you. You know, so you want to start noticing that because changing that will really help you. Um, and if it's because right now it's it's COVID, uh, and uh, uh, you know we're all in a little bit in the same boat, I would say. Find more, do more of what you love. Do more of what you love. Explore, be creative, connect with people that make you feel good, um, mm -hmm. and that that will help you to find more meaning in the day to day. Right, right. It seems like if you want to be a very powerful, I guess, person, is just to know yourself. Like that's really all it boils down to. Once you know yourself, then you know the right pivots you need to make, the right like different paths you need to take, and what is good for you, what is not, right? Everything kind of boils down to specifically that. Yeah, I think that this is absolutely a, a, a very important step because you have much more control on yourself than you that we all we like to think. And we have a lot more control on how we feel and how we think than we think. Maybe not overnight. Sometimes we do have breakthroughs and we see life completely differently. Um, but in our day-to-day, we do have a lot more control on our actions and our uh, choice mm -hmm. and and what we we choose to do. So um, it is it is very powerful. In order to build ourselves up, it's not up to luck. It's not up to what happens externally. It's all up to what happens internally and what we choose to do with our day. We all have twenty four hours, right? That's another right. cliche, but it's true. <laughs> we all have twenty four hours, and we're the ones who decide what to do with that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, maybe just one last question and we'll kind of end the interview here. But can you maybe walk us through a, a client of yours where you help them experience a specific transformation from like high level beginning to end? And what was that, what was that experience like for them? Yeah. Um, let me think. So I'm thinking of a client who was a manager in a very uh, high level tech company. 
and um, very successful person. Like it's not about being successful or not successful, right? So he was successful, but he was just keeping his, his head out of the water every day. He was stressed and uh, not being able to plan ahead, not being able to find time to do more of what he loved in his life, but also not being able to find time to um, do the what he considered is nice to have in his work. So what we did is that, well, we created the conditions for success and productivity internally and externally. We looked at where he was at, what he was thinking about, um, what was stressing him out. Uh, and then we do have a specific mindset system that includes getting to know yourself and counting you wins and so on. And then we also created the, the conditions in his work so that he created time uh, to do more of what he loves and also to have more time to think strategically, think ahead, reflect on his week in order to better prioritize. So that includes um well, that includes planning, prioritizing, uh, delegating, creating boundaries uh, in order to uh, in order to create the conditions. So your day to day is a lot more focused and intentional. Um, and the result of that is just well, from from his word and his words, and that's something that I hear a lot. It's just to kind of a whole new world. I feel like I'm on top of things now, and I feel a lot more relaxed. And Wow, I think that that's uh, that that's what I want to hear. So yeah, and that's right. also how I believe it's you create sustainability because everybody can get a lot done in a short amount of time. That's not the thing. It's about how do you make this sustainable, and that's how you do. Right. Wow. What a transformation. It seems like uh, once he was more intentional with what he wants instead of like constantly, I'm guessing, putting fires out and being like the reactive, reactive mode. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest distinction. Perfect. Well, uh, where can maybe people find you? Maybe they're listening to this right now and they're like, oh my gosh, I need a productivity coach. This makes total sense to me. Uh, where can people maybe like find you? Do you have a website people can refer you to? Or Yes, yes. Well, my website is Natola Coaching, N-E-T-T-O-L-A coaching.com. Um, also just find me on LinkedIn. I'm sure that there's going to be, uh, my, you know, my full name or I can send you the link. Uh, just come and say hi on LinkedIn. I'd love to chat. Perfect. Yeah. And, uh, for those who are listening or watching this right now in the description of this podcast or YouTube video you're watching, I'll be sure to include relevant links there. So feel free to check out the description of this podcast or video. Awesome. Uh, Genevieve. Jen, Jen. call me Jen. Jen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so Jen, uh. Oh, Thank you so much for being on this podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time. I personally learned a lot. So uh, I love your vibe. I love your energy. And hopefully we get to stay in touch again for a future podcast or whatever. Yes. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Alif. I, I loved this conversation we had today. Thanks for listening to the PayEvo podcast. If you are looking for better payroll, human resources, benefits, and more for your small business, be sure to visit paymentevolution.com. Don't forget to subscribe and tweet us at PayEvo with requests and ideas for future episodes. We'll catch you next time on the PayEvo Podcast.